Welcome to Modern Aikidoist Podcast. Please help by liking, subscribing, and sharing this podcast if you're watching this on YouTube or BitChute. These are all free and help out a great deal. Word of mouth is how shows like this reach more people who are interested. Another way you can support this podcast is by way of a PayPal tip jar. You can leave a donation of any amount you like or set up a monthly donation just like Patreon or Subscribestar. There's a link in the description. I sincerely appreciate your interest and support. The attention of the entire world has shifted to the coronavirus, and the level of concern is at hysterical levels. It's almost to the point of outright panic. The virus itself is one factor, but the even larger factor is how we respond to it. The reason I'm covering this in this podcast is that any business or activity which has people in contact with one another is getting affected, and martial arts certainly qualifies. Since our own health and the health of our fellow students is important, I figure it would be a good topic to cover. I'm not going to be giving out medical advice, and I'm not a physician. However, I am a dojo owner, so this is something I have to deal with directly. Getting started on this topic, the first thing to keep in mind is not to panic. Panicking or taking action without solid information can be disastrous, so I advocate rational responses over hysterical ones. An overreaction could be worse than the actual threat itself. There's a great story about a temi, which in Aikido is a strike meant to unbalance. Somewhere in the southwest United States, a 250-pound guy goes into his bathroom and notices a small lizard in his bathtub. The lizard is only about three inches long and it's just sitting there, as lizards tend to do. The guy decides to remove the lizard and take him outside. He steps foot into the tub and reaches down to pick it up. Just at that moment, the lizard leaps onto the guy's neck. In a flinch response of total surprise, the guy hurls backwards and trips, cracking his head on the sink. Did the lizard throw the guy? Was his response worse than merely grabbing the lizard off his neck? The guy threw himself, and the results were far worse than had he remained calm. The coronavirus situation feels a lot like this scenario. We must be careful not to react hysterically, but rationally. Now just for the sake of clarity, let me identify this. Coronavirus is nothing new, and it's been around for a long time. This particular strain, called COVID-19, is a variant strain of coronavirus. For the purposes of this podcast, when I say coronavirus, I'm referring to this new strain which has everyone concerned. Sure, there are some factors to be concerned about when it comes to this particular virus. There are things each of us should have been doing already as practitioners and dojo owners to avoid the spread of viruses. Practical common sense things like keeping our dojos clean, keeping our uniforms clean and stressing good hygiene, and not going to class if you're feeling ill or may be contagious. These are basic common sense practices which help protect everyone from things like colds, flu, and other communicable viruses such as ringworm. These practices go a long way in minimizing the risk of passing along viruses and should be normal practices in any dojo. Really, they should be in any business. While these common sense measures are good, there are a few specific things about coronavirus which go a little beyond your normal colds and flu. Probably the most notable is that you can have coronavirus and show no symptoms whatsoever. This includes being able to spread it. That means that using symptoms as an indication to avoid class may not stem the spreading of it. However, this is not a reason to panic and hole up in your home. Another point of concern with coronavirus is that it appears to stay on surfaces for an extended amount of time. As of the recording of this podcast, there are reports that the coronavirus can remain alive on surfaces for up to two to three days. For comparison, influenza viruses can last up to around two days on hard surfaces. A word of warning here. 
The study which made the statement about how long coronavirus stays alive on surfaces has not yet been peer-reviewed. The study of this virus is currently underway, but is not yet conclusive or proven. From what we know at the current time, it's a slightly more resilient form of virus similar to influenza. Certainly nothing to panic about. Of course, it pays to wash your hands well and often, but I don't think you need to go invest in a plastic bubble to live in quite yet. In terms of spreading, there are also reports that things like face masks are mostly useless. The reason being that coronavirus can be picked up through the eyes as well. A mask may be of marginal use if you have the flu or are actually sick from coronavirus, in that it may help limit the particles you spread through sneezing or coughing. It is being reported that wearing a mask to protect yourself from airborne coronavirus is ineffective. You would need a fully enclosed helmet which covers the eyes as well. Just something to consider. Some are replacing handshakes with fist bumps and even elbow bumps to avoid spreading the virus. Given how easily it travels by air, I think this measure is largely ineffective as well. It doesn't hurt to avoid shaking hands, but I don't think it helps much either. What does help is maintaining good hygiene, as I already stated, and keeping your immune system strong. This applies to normal colds and flus as well. A healthy immune system is resistant to viral infections and is your best line of defense. Not to say that you can run out and get a good immune system quickly. If you have a strong immune system already, you are at low risk with coronavirus. As news is coming out, it's becoming clear that the elderly and those with weakened or compromised immune systems are at the most risk of contracting coronavirus. It appears children and those under 50 years old are an extremely low risk group of contracting coronavirus. If you want specifics, I encourage you to go look up the risk factors by age groups, as it's not my purpose here to do comprehensive reporting on it. It does not appear at this time to be much of a problem with those who are healthy. It does attack the lungs, so there are concerns that those who have lung problems or are smokers may be at higher risk of contracting coronavirus. There's more information coming out by the day, so I'm sure we will find out more. One factor which is very difficult to get a handle on is the mortality rate with coronavirus. At the current time, it's being reported that the mortality rate is around 6%. In comparison, the average mortality rate for influenza is somewhere between 2 and 3%. It would appear that the chances of dying from coronavirus are about double than that of the flu. However, there are a couple of important factors to consider that bring this simple evaluation into question. The first is the age demographic as before. If those who are dying from coronavirus are those with already compromised immune systems, then they are not well equipped to recover from any virus. A vast majority of people recover from coronavirus infection, particularly in the first world countries where medical care, overall hygiene, and diet are better. A major factor of concern in this is that the virus is spread out of China, and because it got a head start there. That is where most of the data we are using comes from. There are two major issues with that. First, the Chinese government is not a very credible source for information on it. They have their reasons for not being entirely honest or forthright. We cannot confirm or validate information coming out of the Chinese government. Second, the overall health and living conditions in China are not quite first world. Medical care for many in China is very poor. There are still vast numbers of people living in slums and ghettos in conditions which make good hygiene difficult, if not impossible. Very few Chinese people have adequate access to health care either. These are factors which certainly affect the mortality rate of any illness. It would not be accurate to compare apples to apples because of these factors. 
Because coronavirus can be spread by people who show no symptoms, this virus is spreading and it's difficult to quarantine. What is spreading even faster and with probably more disastrous effects is the panic over it. This is where the matter lands into our laps, yours and mine. What do we do about it exactly? As I record this, it was just announced that the NBA has suspended the rest of the professional basketball season due to concerns over spreading coronavirus. Last week, Arnold Schwarzenegger announced that he was canceling his annual Arnold Classic event because of it. A very large popular concert South by Southwest was canceled as well. I've heard people closing dojos too. Granted, I think this is rare and there may be other factors involved too, but I think that the martial arts industry may be affected by this. Really, I think just about all industries are going to be affected in some way by the wave of public sentiment about coronavirus. I think the worst thing we can do is what the guy did with the lizard. Overreacting and shutting down classes is a mistake, in my opinion. For those of us who are leaders and can make decisions like this, the best thing we can do is remain calm, get informed, and show people by example how to handle a crisis. The last thing a crisis needs are people, especially those with influence, to come unglued and start acting irrationally. I think the panic itself is far more destructive than the virus, but time will tell. This isn't the first or last virus or epidemic humanity has endured. They happen on a regular basis, even during our lifetimes. It should reassure you that humanity is far better equipped than it ever has been in history to deal with an epidemic, as long as we don't lose our minds over it. Just as we practice on the mat, in a crisis, stay calm and go back to basics. They are what will save you. With this virus, keep your dojo clean, practice good hygiene, stay home if you aren't feeling well, and educate yourself on what is going on. Listen to reliable sources and tune out those who are peddling hysteria and panic. Unfortunately, there's a lot of that going around these days. Update. I recorded this episode yesterday afternoon and plan to release it this morning. In just that short time, it's been announced that in the United States, all professional hockey, baseball, and soccer games are also canceled, not just basketball. Also, Disney has closed all its parks, and the other large entertainment parks such as Universal have done the same. There's probably more to come. Also in the last 12 hours, more dojos have announced that they're halting all classes or having classes doing only non-contact practice such as practicing weapons katas. What should you do? I'm not here to tell you what you should do. You must use your best judgment. As I said earlier, this virus is airborne, so avoiding physical contact is not terribly helpful. The reason these large gatherings have been canceled is because they are just that, large. Governments all over are advising gatherings of thousands or even hundreds be canceled. If your dojo has hundreds of students in a class, then canceling might be a very solid decision. There's no firm number of what is being recommended for gatherings. In some cases, the number can be as low as 25. There really is no strict number of gathering size which is too big. It may be that small groups, less than a dozen or so people, pose little risk of the large spreading that a gathering of thousands would present. It's your personal choice of what you're comfortable with. Chances are you're going to encounter more people in a grocery store, department store, drug store, or in your workplace than you will in a martial arts class. Just something to consider. It all comes down to how much you want to do to quarantine yourself. If you are in a high-risk category, it's certainly something to be cautious about. There is also more commentary coming out from experts, and the opinions are varied about what to do about it. In some cases, statements from these experts contradict each other. 
I strongly advise when doing research not to rely only on one source or perspective. Seek out as many perspectives as you can and set the emotions aside to sort through the flood of information and commentary. As always, be part of the solution, not part of the problem. What do you think? Please share your ideas in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube or go to the Facebook group Aikido the Marshall Side and post a comment. The Spirit Aikido online program is now live. Subscribers get access to video training and mentoring to techniques and training methods that I've adopted from other martial arts to make my Aikido more practical. There's a link in the description section. I invite you to check it out. I always enjoy hearing from listeners of the show, whether through comments or questions. Thank you all for sharing your interest. Enjoy your training.